Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast with me, your host, Chanel Patrice Hancock, here in Akron, Ohio, where right now it's about 61 degrees Fahrenheit on Wednesday, the 11th of November, 2020. Happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there who have served our country in the past, present, and future. Thank you for your service. Um, thank you to Anchor, because if it wasn't for Anchor, I would not be able to give you podcast episode 200. Um, you know, I have to be honest, 200 episodes in 30 months says a lot. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who has subscribed, everyone who shared my podcast, We're almost up to 17K listens. And, you know, I almost have like 50 subscribers now. I might have more than that. But, you know, that's what it says on my Anchor app. But I really appreciate the people who have stuck with me since day one. And this is a special episode because I kind of want to just, you know, talk about how things are going right now and then I will be doing a new affiliate marketing project with you talk um and you talk is ran by four people from different parts of the world and it's a subscription service where you can learn any language in a different combinations of laddering. You don't have to use English as the base language to learn a different language. You can use Tamil, for instance, to learn Tibetan if you want it. Um, you know, French to learn Mandarin, so forth and so on. And there's 144 languages. And I will be teaming up with them to do some affiliate marketing. I'm still doing affiliate marketing as well with the Michelle Thomas Method, which is great. I started off my second year um, this past September and um, 2020. And so, you know, I just have to say that I really um, enjoy working with them. It's an amazing collaboration. Um, You know, I get to dive into languages that I wouldn't normally dive into, and I get to um, just do things that I wouldn't be able to do necessarily, and to be honest... When you're used to learning a certain language and you come out of your comfort zone to learn something, you know, even if it's a few phrases, a few words here and there, you know, you review it, you know, because there are people out there that, you know, want to know about a particular Michelle Thomas course. It it says volumes because um, someone did ask me, did I review all of them? And I'm only like probably about six courses away from reviewing every single one. And, 
you know, I enjoy, you know, diving into these courses and really um, throwing myself in 100%. Um, you know, I could say that it can be quite stressful at times because I know I don't have a deadline, but I give myself a deadline. And, you know, when you put that much pressure on yourself to be able to, you know, um, have a goal to get this particular language out or that particular language out in regards to reviewing them, it, it says volumes. And I mean, I did like nine languages from April to August. And, you know, I've taken off two months now from learning anything just because of the fact that I needed a break. You know, that was a lot for me to have to do. Not to say anyone pressured me to do it because they didn't. I pretty much put myself into that situation because, number one, we're dealing with a pandemic. I needed something to distract myself. And for me personally, that said volumes. Um, You know, I was going to wait to get out the 200th episode. But I decided, you know, as of today, that, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about my process, um, you know, where my goals are, what I plan on achieving with the show. Um, Because, you know, I mean, people buy my courses, um, or should I say buy the Michelle Thomas courses, Based off my recommendations, you know, I try to give as honest of a review as I can. You know, I will be um, reviewing the Utah app as soon as I um, can deal with the technical aspects of the app itself. I mean, because evidently when you're reviewing something, you want to make sure that you're able to use it 100% before you can, you know, review it. And, um... I thank the Utah team for approaching me to want to collaborate um, on affiliate marketing for their 144 languages, and um, you know it's it's that is a cool thing. You know I wasn't expecting that to take place. I mean I had a dream about them the night before, and when I woke up that Monday morning, which was the ninth, I was pretty much. Um, told that um, they wanted to collaborate with me and do some affiliate marketing. So, and and we met yesterday on Google Hangouts, which is what I'm going to be using to do meetings with um, because it's very accessible voiceover. Zoom seems not to want to work with with voiceover right now, and I, I have no idea why. <laughs> so, you know, that's okay, though. Um, you know, I mean, this year has been a little challenging tech-wise, but I'm getting through it and I'm trying to learn how to get around it and do workarounds. Um, because, you know, evidently with every new app or website or course, there will be some technical challenges, I'm sure. And that's something that I have to be able to overcome because, you know, I'm living in a world where there are 7 billion people and only 300 million are considered legally blind or completely blind in the world. And so, 
you know, me having my own show, you know, it just goes to show, you know, regardless of your disability, you can achieve anything if you put your mind to it. And, you know, dealing with the pandemic, dealing with lockdown, dealing with, you know, you're only able to go so many places. Um, You know, I mean, I haven't seen my family in a year, but I do keep in contact with them every day over the phone, which is great. But at the same time, it's not the same as you want to hug your grandma and you want to hug your aunts and your cousins. And, um, you know, it is it, it can be quite stressful. I mean, I I have to say I went from 175 in August back up to 186, you know, so I gained some weight. And when you can't really go anywhere, (laughs) you're going to cook and you're going to eat and you're going to fall asleep after the fact. And, you know, you're not going to watch what you're doing or watch your your amount of exercise or that you're trying to take in every day. And, you know, having to deal with... um, uh, you know, losing people, and, and I mean, that, that was a very difficult thing for me, you know, losing one of my best friends back at the end of June, and then, um, a third cousin to a heart attack, and then a friend, we, we were close, but we were, you know, I've known her for a couple years, yeah, we, we were, um, you know, she wound up dying at the end of the summer of a heart attack, And it's just like, you know, watching, you know, people just die left and right from coronavirus or cancer or watching them die from heart attacks. It can be so debilitating at times. And, you know, I knew that the thing that kept keeping me going the whole time was the fact that I had my audience of people and I had my show and I had my languages and I could... I could focus on something that was positive and put some positive energy back out in the world instead of all this negative energy that's being put out in the world right now. And, you know, to to make the situation even, you know, a lot more crystal clear for me, um, I was able to partake in, you know, events online that I wouldn't have been able to do in person because of financial reasons, not having a passport, you know, and and to me, it it made people come out of their own comfort zone as far as wanting to, you know, put events online. And, you know, I mean, it gave people something else to look forward to that was positive. And the polyglot community and the language learning community didn't disappoint this year. I mean, we started off with the... Um, polyglot gathering and I have bought my my ticket you know uh, for $21 when I got my stimulus check and you know I bought me a language course and I was quite happy about that um but I also was able to participate and meet new people and and find out how much Arabic I could understand and I knew I could understand Spanish left and right so that that wasn't a bad thing, but I enjoyed the talks, and I enjoyed, um, you know, listening to the talks, and and that was something that was quite interesting. And the fact that the whole thing was one hundred percent accessible, that that meant something to me. It really did, and um, so 
you know, I was very happy to be able to take part in that. And then I was happy to take part in the the NFB, National Federation of the Blind Convention online. That was great. And I reconnected with some people. And I, I realized after reconnecting that it was great to reconnect for a moment. But I'm kind of glad that I, I left. Um, that particular environment because certain people were very toxic and negative and I saw even after being away for two years that it wasn't, you know, it, it still was toxic and, and negative, you know, and that people have long memories of things that really, you know, aren't important to me anymore because I've moved on with my life. But, you know, it was good to catch up with people and, and that, that was probably more important to me than anything else. And... Then, you know, we had women in language, and I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, it was a lot more diversity, a lot more diversity. And I met some really cool people, and I got to interview a couple cool people as well, which was great. And, um, you know, I that was, that was a lovely experience. And then, you know, to get accepted to be a speaker at this year's Polyglot Conference Global Online event, which is the first time it ever took place because of the pandemic. You know, what Richard and Anya and Professor Aguilas and the rest of the team at the Polyglot Conference did to put this on and have 2,511 people, you know, attend. You know, that, that says something right there. And I... I enjoyed every single moment of it, and not only as a speaker, but, you know, as a participant, um, it was, it was great, and, um, you know, I got to meet a whole bunch of people, and I, a couple people joined my language learning group, and if anybody wants to join my language learning group, it's Chanel's Language Learning Journey Mastermind at Facebook.com. C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E apostrophe S language learning journey mastermind at Facebook. And so um, you just have to answer the questions and agree. Yes, not no. <laughs> um, so in myself or um, Danica or Claudia or any of the moderators will, uh, you know, let you in. Um, right now we have 160 people, which is great. I like to increase it. So if anybody wants to join, they can. Um, you know, I got to, I, I actually have to say that it, my dreams came true this year. You know, I got to speak on a panel for... International Podcast Day, which I was invited to by Steph Fuccio. And um, that was awesome. And Dave Lee, which was awesome. And, you know, I got to interview both of them. And that was kind of cool that I got to represent the U.S. this year for Language Learning Podcasts. That was awesome. <laughs> You know, so, I mean, I've had a pretty good year. And then to cap it all off, you know, I got to renew my contract with with the Michelle Thomas people. 
and um, that you know for another year and and probably by the end of this month going into December I'll be done reviewing all of the courses that they have and so people can go back and listen to those and if you want to get the uh, foundation courses for 35% off just type in Chanel C-H-E-N-E-L-L I have an E at the end of my name but we had to cut that off because there was only a seven character limit. So if you apply that into the form field, when you decide to purchase one of the foundation courses, you'll get $35 off a hundred bucks, which isn't bad. And so, um, yeah. And when I get my Utah promotional code, you guys can subscribe to Utah for one month or for a year, or for two years, and um, and you'll get 20% off of that, and um, I'll get a percentage as well, and it you get to learn like over 144 languages, and just go to, yeah, so it's going to be awesome. Um, you know, I, God has been good to me this year and I'm very happy about that. You know, I'm looking forward to 2021 and, and what really made my day, uh, aside from doing two affiliate marketing jobs, um, I got to see President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris um, become the president and vice president-elect in the United States after voting for them in this year's election. And to be honest, that was like the best present of all. You know, um, you know, someone asked me, what did I want for Christmas? And I said, I already got it with them, you know, getting in the office. And then I also, my dreams came true this year. I got to attend five different events, and two of them only cost me $50 altogether, and the other three were free, and I just really enjoyed, um, you know, participating in all those events. You know, it was a great distraction from everything that's going on with the COVID-19 thing and the, the whole election thing here in the U.S., and, you know dealing with, you know, the police brutality and the death of um, George Floyd and all the other people that were murdered senselessly by the police. Um, you know, dealing with the unrest and the division that's, that was going on in our country and some of it is still going on. You know, I mean, we're we're kind of divided now, um, you know, politically, religiously, socially, culturally, you know, but people came together and voted almost 150 million plus for this election. And our voices were heard and it was a fair election and, and an honest one for the first time in a very long time. No one's rights were suppressed. No one's voter rights were suppressed. Everything was done by the book, and I'm happy to see that at 43 years old, and this being my seventh 
um, or should I say sixth election that that I voted in. I was about to say seventh, but um, I was supposed to vote in ninety six, but I was in high school at the time and uh, I wasn't registered <laughs> to vote. But I'm going to be honest, you know that is the most amazing process on the face of the planet. And, you know, the fact that people were very kind, very patient, very helpful. There was no no one being mean-spirited. Everybody wanted everybody's vote to count. That, you know, I mean, people helped me through the line, you know, and I signed my name electronically and on paper. And they helped me get to the electronic phony machine. And they even let me... They even got me back to the bus stop, which was right across the street from the Board of Elections here in Akron. I mean, people were just very helpful and very kind. And I want to thank them for that because, you know, we're living in a world right now where things are just very uptight, claustrophobic, and, um, you know... It's, there's a lot of hate and a lot of unrest and a lot of division. And I just hope that this, the end of this year, people can come together a lot more. And I think the reason why I do this podcast is because I want to say to people, you know, regardless of your disability, regardless of your race or your politics, your religion, your economic status, your educational status, where you live in the world, we're all binded by language and culture and food and history and, you know, um, countries, you know, at the end of the day, we all want the same things in life. You know, we want to be happy. We want to be prosperous. We want to be, you know, able to enjoy our family and our friends and make new friends and expand our family. And with the polyglot community, you um, have a, a family of people who enjoy the same thing you do, which is language learning. Now, okay, if you get outside of language learning, you'll find people that enjoy certain things, other hobbies that you might have interest in and other sports and whatnot. And that means something to a lot of people because at this time in place, you know, you need something to grab onto that is universally um, enjoyable and you know loving to say tabat which means awesome in and in, in Korean you know or you know the say ni hao ni hao ma you know hi how are you you know um in Mandarin um that that means something, you know. Um, and to me, language is something that can help save lives. It can help bring people together. You can make new friends, learn how to cook new foods, you know, learn about someone's history, their culture, their religion, 
who they are as a human being, because that's what we are at the end of the day, human beings. And, you know, I say one language at a time, one word at a time, one phrase at a time. It's a journey, not a race. Everyone should enjoy the process of learning, whether you're an auditory learner, whether you learn kinesthetically with your hands, whether you're a visual learner, whether you're all three or two with the out of the three, you know, as long as you're enjoying the process, that's what matters the most. I truly do believe that. Um, you know, I'm hoping that um, this year coming up, you know, I can get more people to come on the show. I'm really trying hard to get Moses McCormick and Professor Arguelles on the show. And um, I want to re-interview um, Luca Lavriello. Um, and I'm hoping to get Lena Vasquez on the show at some point. Um, those are the people I'm going to be working on trying to get as guests. Um, I mean, if there are anybody that you guys want to hear from that I haven't interviewed yet, let me know. Um, I will be interviewing the creators of You Talk before the end of the year's out. So that interview will be coming out. Um, you know, I'm hoping to get more people that are visually impaired and totally blind or have another disability um, to come on and talk about their language learning journey as well because, you know, it's good to hear my point of view, but it's amazing to hear other people too tell their story. And I actually might see if one person, um, um, I can get one person that I met at the Polyglot Conference to come on. Um, she's a totally, she's a visually impaired um, musician um, named Olga. And she speaks like 18 different languages. And she sings in all these languages too, which is awesome. And she plays the organ and the piano. And she's a professional musician who lives in, in Germany right now with her family. And she is an awesome person. And I would love to share her story with you guys. Um, and I mean, there are other people that I want to interview, like from the Middle East and other parts of Asia and other parts of Africa, um, just because I feel that those different parts of the world aren't covered as much. And, um, you know, I want to show what language learning is from that side of, uh, of the world. And I also want to talk about other issues you know, having to do with culture and history in regards to languages, you know, because it's just not enough to be able to speak a language well or conversational or even if you just do it as a beginner and you just want to learn the beginnings of a language. Um, you know, the culture and the history of that country and its people are just as important to me. And so I'm going to be talking about those things as well. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that by, you know, I don't know, um, February, um, I can have 20K listens. You know, I mean, I hope that this time this year I'll get to 30. You know, I mean, I know that sounds crazy, 10,000 10, listens a, a year. Hey, but hey, if I get up to like a million at some point, that'd be great. You know, but I mean, I, I, I think small, um, just because, you know, I wasn't expecting to get 
an additional almost 7,000 listens before the end of the year. But if I can get the other 3,000 listens by New Year's Eve, that would be great. If I can get to 20K before the end of the year is out, and if you guys can help me do that, that would be freaking awesome. Um, You know, I want to thank you guys again, too, because without you guys, you know, I mean, we're growing. You know, I I got like, I don't know, over 112, 113 countries out of 195, and we have 82 more countries left to go, you guys, before I have the entire world listening to my podcast show, and I only have seven more states, so come on, Wyoming, Montana, Vermont, Rhode Island, um, uh, Idaho, you know, um, West Virginia and Arkansas. So once I get those, I'll have the whole United States listening to my podcast. And I'm hoping to get them all before the end of the year. So if you guys can make that happen, please do. Um, You know, I love you guys too. You know, I love everybody in my country, regardless of what your political affiliation, your religious, your economic, your where wherever you went to school, if you're rich or poor, I don't care. You're a person to me. And if you want to learn languages and you want to come on board and you want to join my group, Chanel's Language Learning Journey Mastermind at Facebook, please go over there. And, and you know, all is welcome. The only thing I ask is that if you decide to post images or, or pictures with text on it, that you put in the description box what that picture is can you please describe it in words because people that have low vision or no vision cannot read that with their screen readers and so you know um that's a rule that i have um you have to describe the stuff that you're putting up because not everybody can visually see what you're putting up there on the page so and in the group um, and also, there's no bullying, no bashing, no sexism, no type of um, racist remarks. Um, that won't be tolerated. But it's a great group of people from all over the world. And I would just love to welcome um, you guys to come and join it. I would love to grow the group even more. We have 160 members so far. And it's been about almost a year and a half since I started it, so, you know, um, you know, I talk about, I share my uh, podcast episodes on there, not only from this show, but my Cooking with Chanel, the visually impaired way, so if you want to go over to that podcast and subscribe to, if you like food, and me giving out recipes as to what I cook, um, then please do, um, I'm about to put another recipe out soon anyway, I just made some taco soup yesterday in the crock pot. And so that's my next recipe. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. Um, I'm going to try to make as many episodes as I can. Um, you know, I, I'm surprised that I made it to 200 episodes. And then I have the following that I have. I mean, it just shocks me how many people enjoy listening to what I have to say. Um, 
But thank you so much. I mean, I really appreciate it more than you know. Um, you guys keep me going. I mean, and trust me, sometimes it does get a little bit... Um, difficult for me because you know you're you're in your house you can't really go too many places I mean unless it's to the pharmacy the doctor's office the grocery store which is where I would go um you know I really don't go out that much just because we have a pandemic and you know I mean here in Ohio the amount of people getting it daily is astronomical And so, you know, I'm going to just put here, please wear your mask when you go out. Please social distance. And if you're legally blind or visually impaired, wear gloves. Get get some, um, a a box of gloves, disposable gloves, and um, put them on, you know, when you go on the bus. Uh, Because, you know, that... That'll help you too. I mean, because, you know, we all have vision problems and people touch their face all the time. And, you know, you can't help that. That's just something that, you know, I mean, a lot of sighted people don't understand that because they don't have, you know, blindisms. And a blindism is, you know, pretty much something that you you do that's unconscious. Like, you know, I mean, there are people that are totally blind. You know, they touch their eyes all the time, you know. And that's because, you know, they can't see. So, you know, that's a form of stimulation. They may rock. They may roll their head. You know, they may rock and clap at the same time. They may do clicks with their tongue. You know, it's it's a stimulating issue. Um, So, I mean, and some people can't help that. I mean, not everybody does it, but I do know a few people that do. And it might not be abnormal to to them or certain people in the blindness community, but to a sighted person, you know, they would think that's kind of funny, but there are things that sighted people do too that are a little off <laughs> putting sometimes. So, you know, we have our, our quirks. And to be honest, you know, I wear... um gloves for that reason um you know i mean i'm touching my eyes especially there's dirt in my eye or something like that but you know aside from that um i try not to touch my face as much as possible i wash my hands with ivory soap and water um i don't use a lot of the um hand sanitizer because it, it, it dries out my hands, number one, and it, it can burn. And I've had that happen a couple times. And so, yeah, I use gloves when I go out to go grocery shopping. Um, and I mean, I have to go on the bus today to get a couple more things and I'm done going grocery shopping for the month. But it's just the point that, you know, I think people need to come to the understanding that, um, you know, you just have to be careful and, you know, come home and wash your hands. You know, even if I wear gloves, I still, I still wash my hands, you know, um, wipe down your food when you come home, you know, take some water, some hot water, 
and then put a little bit of bleach and just wipe down your food. You know, um, you know, but at the same time too, if you're not around a lot of people or if you hang out with your friends and you wear a mask and you social distance, okay, so they don't wear a mask, that's on them. You you know, you might not have it, but you're protecting yourself too and you're being respectful and you know, I think that not this whole not wearing mask thing, okay, this this pandemic is real. This virus is real. There is no cure for it. People are trying to come out with vaccines as fast as they can. But that's going to take time. And in the long term, if you wear a mask, you know, it's not going to hurt. You know, people have been wearing masks in Asia for, for years and years and years. Even if there wasn't a pandemic, if they were sick, they would wear it. So they wouldn't get anyone else sick. That's just out of respect. And I think that's awesome. You know, but at the same time, too, you know, a lot of people feel like their rights are being violated. And I said, they're not being violated. People are just taking precautions. You know, there are countries where the pandemic levels are low because they're following the proper procedures and guidelines. And if we can do that here in the U.S., we can slow the rate of this pandemic from increasing as fast as it has been in the past eight months or so. So, you know, I just don't want to lecture anybody, but I just kind of feel that, you know, we need to be mindful of not only ourselves, but the people around us, especially the vulnerable ones that have the underlying conditions like asthma and the underlying conditions like heart disease and diabetes and, and, and other disease, other, you know, Diseases, you know, that, you know, can cause health issues to act up. And, you know, I had a friend pass away of this and he had double pneumonia and coronavirus and he wound up dying of a massive heart attack at 43 years old. It was a husband and a father of three. So, you know, and the main breadwinner of the family. So, you know, it. this is no joke. And I just want to make sure that people out there are informed. That's why I'm saying this right now. Otherwise, if I didn't care, I wouldn't be mentioning it at all. And I do care. You know, I care that, you know, we can all live a lot longer and and be able to hug our family members again. And, and you know, I don't know if people are going to shake hands anymore, but hey, you can fist bump. <laughs> You know, but at the same time, you're going to fist bump, wear some gloves. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I know that sounds paranoia, but it really isn't. It's just being very cautious and it's just being responsible citizens of the world, you know. And, um, you know, I just pray that we're able to come out of this on the other side, okay, you know, and, you know, I mean, it's going to be winter time. I did get my flu shot, and I hope everybody else was able to get theirs, Um, you know, and I mean, I know that there's people that believe that this is a hoax and that it's not real. Well, the reason why you feel that way is probably because you weren't affected by it personally, whether it was directly yourself or 
a family member or a friend getting it and dying from it. You know, one person dying from this is one person too many. And, um, you know, I kind of feel that people just need to, you know, be respectful of each other now and listen to the scientists and to the doctors and not listen to people that don't know what they're talking about when it comes to this. It's this is real. This is not fake. And, you know, there was a 30 year old that passed away from this. He went on a he went to a party and nobody was wearing masks. He wound up getting COVID-19 and on his deathbed, he actually said, if I would have known what I know now, I would have never went to that party, you know, and now he's gone. And it's just, it's very sad that young people aren't heeding this. You know, they thought it was an older person disease and it wasn't this doesn't have any type of age limit requirement there was a baby that was born back in april i believe and she was in illinois and wound up dying from it so i mean anybody can get this and it's 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 a very sad thing when you think about it because nobody wants to be you know, uh, in fear of getting it, but it is airborne. So you have to wear a mask. You have to social distance. You have to wear gloves. You, you know, I mean, that's if you don't have hand sanitizer, but I mean, that's a much more cheaper route than to, you know, have to deal with, um, the onslaught of having to make sure you have hand sanitizer you know, make sure you stock up but not hoard toilet paper and, you know, perishable items. And, yeah, because it's about to be winter time, And you want to make sure that you have everything you need in your house just in case there's a food shortage. I mean, there's a lot of things that we have to do now that we weren't thinking about doing a year ago. And this is how crazy the world has changed in the course of a year. And, you know, to be honest, we are in our last days, biblically, and this was going to happen, you know. And unfortunately, some people may not see it the same way I do, and I understand that. But at the end of the day, You know, you look at how the weather is changing. You look at how people who didn't have allergies before now have allergies. And I'm one of those people. You know, I spent most of the summer living in agony because I didn't know what was going on. I mean, my face was clogged up. I couldn't, you know, hardly breathe, Um, you know, out my nose. It was congested with a lot of mucus. And I had to get my nose cleaned. I had to go to a different ENT. Um, You know, I had an MRI done. I had a a CT scan done. And my brain is fine. And now I I learned that I'm allergic to cats, dust mites, mold, especially mold um, from outside when it rains and the leaves get wet and moldy. 
some weeds and trees. I am not allergic to food and I'm not allergic to grass. And I'm not allergic to dogs either because God knows if that were to happen, I would be one ticked off girl. So, um, you know, I mean, I just found that out. So now I got to take Allegra and I got to take Flones. And, you know, okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, that's an expense in my budget I have to have. But I will say, you know, I've had to deal with my own health problems this year. And, you know, from like the beginning of July until now. I mean, and it took going through a whole bunch of medications to find what worked. And, you know, I might have to, you know, get hypoallergenic linens and blankets and, you know, things of that nature. And that's fine. You know, I can I can deal with that. But at the same time, you know, this year's been a very interesting year for everybody, not just me. And I'm I'm glad that I've had my podcasters, um, my language learning peoples, you know, my friends. You know, I mean there are people that I've had to let go this year because they were toxic. I've met new friends, too, that are open-minded and positive. And, you know, I've learned bits of new languages and appreciated languages I would have never thought I would have dived into before. And that means something to me. And, you know, I love being a part of the polyglot community. And, you know, next year I plan on really focusing on my Arabic, my French, and my Italian. Um, those are the three languages I'm probably going to be focusing on the most. So, especially speaking. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really happy to be teaming up with you talk and continuing my partnership with the Michelle Thomas method, you know, and, um, if there's anybody else who would like to collaborate with me, um, let me know. Um, but right now I'll, I'll do these two. And see what happens. Um, I just want to thank everybody for sticking with me throughout these past 30 months. You know, I, I hope to come out with more episodes. I hope to come out with um, new interviews. You know, and, you know, let me know what changes you would like to see to the show. Um, just leave me a voicemail message at Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast at anchor.fm. And, you know, um, let me know what you think. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Um, the more ratings I get and the more reviews I get for my show on Apple, um, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Play Store, um, Stitcher, Podbean, um, iHeartRadio, I'll be able to um, grow. And, you know, I would love to get to, like, up there at a million. <laughs> that would be freaking awesome. You know, and I know it's going to take a lot of work, and I don't mind doing that. Um, you know, I want to thank the Michelle Thomas people, Anchor, You Talk, for, um, you know, collaborating with me. I appreciate that. 
Um, I can't wait to make more connections in the language learning community. Um, And I just want to thank you guys because if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be able to put out these episodes day in and day out. Um, I probably will eventually do a Patreon page at some point Um, starting next year. I, you know, might have to find someone to help me put that together because I'm not the most tech savvy person with that type of thing. But, um, yeah. Thank you so much. And remember, language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the podcast. This episode is almost 50 minutes long in length. And I think I will stop now and say, Me salame. Sepheti. U sepheb. Han be amrikya. U Lebanon, Yom. Isme Chanel, Han Bay, Akron, Ohio. Shukran Afwan. Gule Gule. Ye. Choke in to shake the lah.